Hey guys, welcome back to the post show. Uh, big week. Uh, we get into Tokyo Revengers and To Your Eternity. Uh, we go over a couple of new shows that I've checked out, specifically uh, the uh, the new uh, I Date and Deities Only Only No Peace, uh, and we get into my new discovery of the show Haikyuu. And spoiler, fell in love. Uh, we get into various anime news um, and movie news as well. We get into the Scarlett Johansson versus Disney situation that's going on right now. Uh, and we also get into the new Masters of the Universe uh, TV show by Kevin Smith on Netflix. Um, and then, of course, the Olympics are on. So there's some Olympics talk, and it works perfectly with the, the world of anime. So thanks again for checking out, guys. Um, I guess we'll uh, see you next week. Thanks. Bye. Oh, hey, Grant. Hey, Dave. I'm back in your life. You're back in my life. <laughs> One week hiatus. There's never been a longer week. Yeah. Actually, that's true. It's, uh, it's been a very know. long week. It's been uh, it's been a long one, but we're here. We made it. We just mm. did a double My Hero Academia episode, episode seventeen, eighteen. Do you just ever feel like an absolute asshole after we talk <laughs> about My Hero? I think I only feel like an asshole after we talk about it because of like we set such a tone with Attack on Titan <laughs> when we started this podcast. Yeah, and like you know. To be fair, like, even season four of Attack on Titan, I remember us being critical and being like, this was, like, a weaker episode. Like, it Yeah, had, it was not... A it wasn't 10-10 like, perfection. No, absolutely not. But we're Definitely out here not. just dick-kicking My Hero Academia. And, you know, I think there's... I think there is stuff we could, like, you know, like, go easy on. But it's like, when they fucking throw a couple of episodes together back-to-back like that, and then they make us pause and do this and that. Mm-hmm. I, re- I read some... It might be completely unobstantiated. It was just, some, like, a couple comments I saw on the internet. But people are, like, associate. I think it has to do with the Olympics, that there's, like, a week off. Mm. But people are associating this week off with something promo to do with the movie instead. Like there's being uh, emphasis on the movie instead of like the next week's episode. Like I said, I read it, I read it a couple times on a couple of the subreddits. No links, no articles, no nothing. But it's just like could just be general internet trollage and just fuckery. Hmm. But I was like, if that actually was, and then I'm not saying it is, but if that was the case, I would be fucking furious. Like they've just been throwing out like a, a well, very been... subpar season. Yeah, trading up for something that's going to directly correlate to money, which is a little annoying and frustrating when you think about it. But yeah. Yeah, uh, that would be annoying. I'm curious. I, I don't know. I'm curious about the I'm whole 90, movie release. I'm 99 sure it has to do with the Olympics because, like, I don't. Again, I haven't watched any of the Olympics, but uh, actually, just you've mentioned the Olympics, um, and I have this random, like, tidbit of information. Mm. Um, I don't know if you saw this. So. You know, I guess, like, I haven't really... Do you keep up with the Olympics? I mean, does anybody? Apparently people do. Like, I've been, like, hanging out with people. And like, oh, you see that mm. on the Olympics? I'm like, what? You watch I that? have. Like, I've... You know, there's, like, there's definitely events I like I like watching. I've always liked the volleyball. I've always liked... All right, fine. Um, well, you're already... Like, I, you're I already watched it. You know, but, like, this is the first year. And it's, like, I haven't... I haven't watched anything. I've seen the highlights on Reddit or whatever. This and that. But, like... So, you can tell my level of involvement. Because yeah. this is what I've heard. And it's two cool anime things. It's oh, um, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, one person, and I'm not going to attempt names because I don't remember them, and, you know, I'm a bad person. Yeah. Uh, but I believe one uh, gymnastic contestant um, played the Demon Slayer OST mm. um, while she performed because I think the athletes are allowed to specify or license the music hmm. um, for their performances. So one person that was doing... Um, uh, like their set uh, did it to Demon Slayer music mm-hmm. and then there was an archery contestant uh, or Olympic athlete rather uh, that did uh, they competed to the Attack on Titan season 2 tra- soundtrack oh so yeah Dose season 2 Dose anime or maybe it might have I... been season 3 it was like a one of the uh, OS or one of the opening themes I saw there was a dude today. I think he's a Greek, uh, an athlete from Greece, and he did like a pose from One Piece after <laughs> winning the medal. I was like him, like punching the ground like uh, Luffy, oh, which okay. I, thought, I, I thought, and like the comments were One Piece is worldwide. That's pretty <laughs> which, funny, which I thought was pretty good. But yeah, I don't know. Like I, I got nothing against the Olympics. I know it's 
No, no, me neither. Yeah, I, I know just, people. Uh, I know some people are just weird about athleticism in general, which I think is silly. Mm. But like, whatever, like what you like. But uh, but yeah. So what? What? What do you? Uh, we had two weeks. We had two weeks. Like, what did you get into? We got a lot to talk about this week. <sighs> Jesus, I um, I was kind of all over the place. I didn't really binge anything in its entirety so much as I like dabbled all over the place. Yeah, yeah. Same. Like I caught up on. Tokyo Revengers and To Your Eternity, but I didn't watch this week's To Your Eternity yet. Like we had this oh, long. Oh, you haven't? No, I know, and I, I, I bet haven't it's seen a... this week's Tokyo Revengers. Oh fuck! So <laughs> we can't talk about either of them. <laughs> but uh, okay, we all spoilerlessly talk about Tokyo Revengers episode seventeen. I will yeah. not say anything, and I I have it written in my notes, and my review is I don't know why I like this show, but I do. <laughs> So, yeah, that's where I'm at. <laughs> I, I mean, like, it, you know what I mean? Like, I remember I was trying to sell you on this show. Like, mm-hmm. sell someone on Tier Eternity. It's the easiest thing ever. Sure. Or, like, Death Note or, like, any of these classics or, like, Attack on Titan or just whatever. The premise is often enough. Yeah. Tokyo Avengers is not a show that I would watch or sell or watch if somebody gave me the premise. But, like, I don't know if I just found it at the right time and the art style, like, works or what. Maybe just because, like, we're on this fucking anime fucking tear. Yeah. Excuse all my swearing. But, but anyway, <laughs> um, it's just, yeah, it's, like, kind of my shit right now. It's, like, the perfect thing to watch once a week as, like, this, like, sort of palate cleanser between, like, My Hero and To Your Eternity. It just sort of, like, blends well with everything I'm watching because it's so different. Does that make sense? Yeah. No, I, I 100% agree, and I, I want to take your point a little further. I found, for me personally, the sweet spot is a hold off for two weeks at a time. It, oh, I yeah. find I find the one like the one week at a time. It's a little not not to make the show sound forgetful, but it's there's a lot of like little. The show is not flashy. It's not bold. It's very like muted and, and that's not a diss but i find the show is very good at like kind of sinking into its own skin a little bit mm-hmm. um the thing i love about the show and there's there's something else, like there's we'll get into one of my shows that i've been watching this week shortly but it's kind of refreshing like it has the sci-fi elements but it, it, it's actually kind of nice to have the shonen like fighting toned down there's no like super ultra fantasy elements like the sci-fi it's it's time travel like it's you know it, it's there but, but it, it's, it's so like ba- it's barely used you know what i it's mean bar- it's, it's it's incredibly grounded mm-hmm. incredibly grounded considering like just like the just the whole scythe like the timey-wimey thing of it all so it's it, it's a great show man and like i got joey watching it joey's ripping through it mm. he loves it like Takamichi and Draken, like I love following these guys. Takamichi, Takamichi, you know, it's just it's a good, it's just a really, really, really good show. And I have been reading. I guess people aren't too hot on. I guess the animation is what some people consider a little lackluster. But it's like not everything needs to be like. Well, there's it's, just it's consistent. Yeah. It's consistent through the whole thing. I find there's a lot of. Um... Yeah, I, yeah, you know, I've never really thought about the animation too hard other than when it's good, it's good, right? Like, it's, I think every good, maybe maybe you can prove me wrong, but I think the majority of my favorite shots and scene in this show are always at night. Yeah. They, under whatever studio is doing this, they understand how to animate night life and, like, mm. how to animate, like, uh like the just lighting and like how cars should zoom by and like just just how to animate characters when they have like neon lights on them yeah like uh oh god what's the guy that jumps off the roof there halfway through uh akum yeah Akuma? yeah when yeah like some of these death scenes that we've seen are like beautifully done yeah. but it they might have you know i guess if you really wanted to like strip it down they might be doing like one of these things that a lot of shows do which is like you can kind of see them saving money sometimes because they know sure. like they've got something coming. But like, yeah. like you yeah. said, so much of the show is so muted and like broad daylight. Like, there's just not a lot to do and not like a ton of reason to like blow your load on like another dialogue scene. <laughs> like, yeah, when you know you've got like some really fun stuff coming down the pipe. Um, I don't know, and that like they do a really good job of sort of pacing you like the pacing i think is actually kind of good like it might be even a touch slower than what i'm used to 
And I think that's why, for me, the two I'm episode. Sorry. Oh, sorry, that's my watch. She's upset. <laughs> she's like, she's like, oh, the show's kind of slow, and she just goes, "I'm, I'm sorry." <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think I think that's why. Yeah, we're always being listened to. Mm-hmm. Um, the, I think just why the two episode thing is working for me, just because it is at a slower pace. But it's it's not like the my hero slow pace. It's it's. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's weird how pace can have so many different connotations, yeah, depending payoff. on the type of show and this and that. So the payoff feels real to me. Yeah. Um, so you know, I will take it. Um, you're ahead on to your eternity by one. I'm not. Episode. I'm not gonna. T- I'm not even gonna touch it. I'm not gonna even hint at it because I think it's just one. This is one of those shows you can't like. Oh, it was. It was this. You know, yeah. like you can't. You gotta. You gotta watch it. And Are you? You gotta talk about it. So I'm on 15, and I, I've watched it, and I'll just say, yeah. I, I actually really liked episode 15. It was a weirder one. It was weird. Um, but I've pulled a lot out of it that maybe we could talk about. But before mm-hmm. we do that, like, did you like 16? Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, okay. So like, non <laughs> not your non spoilery review is like it's a it's just like a solid episode. It's. I like how. When, when Fushi learns something about himself, or, like, not necessarily, he, because he's slowly collecting emotion, mm-hmm. when you think about it, right? Mm-hmm. And this episode is just, like, a new emotional flashpoint, which is, cool. like, not saying a lot, because that's the show. Yep. Because there's just been incremental versions of, like, hey, it's this emotional flashpoint, da 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 And we're just at, we're just at this next one, and I, I kind of feel like it's one we haven't seen yet. Cool. And I think it, it's, you know... I think this is the first time where going into the next episode, I'm like, oh, fuck, like, what is coming next, you know? Interesting. So, so I, I don't know. I, we, we, both the and I really enjoyed it. We were... Oh, she's caught up too, eh? Yeah, she, we're watching it week to week. Man, um, what a now start. At this point. What a start for her. Like, just these, this kind of show does not yeah. come around. Like, you know, no. I, I don't want to put on this crazy pedestal. I think but it like, should be. I, I, I think... This has, even for a first season, it is leagues, leagues above some of the stuff. This is, exce- okay. yeah, it's really exceptional storytelling. Um, you know, spoilers for episode 15, very briefly, I'll just say, you know, it, what you're saying about 16 kind of resonates with me. I think we saw pieces of Fushi and angles of him that we, we have not seen before. before. Yeah. You know, the girl Tenori that's sort of bo- bothering him, mm-hmm. his sort of like dismissive sort of like i don't want to be your friend yeah because he has built up enough experience at this point that he's decided that she's a bad person mm-hmm. and he's not just gonna let be walked over and that Which takes is, a again, minute good to see yeah and it's like yeah. oh like so you're like formulating your own opinions and thoughts based off experience that's like what humans do you know what i mean and like he just hasn't had a lot of time as a person incredibly so, rational in those scenes too which is like yes. how many times do you watch the show you're like oh don't walk through that fucking door yes you know what i mean and it's it's just not that it's him it, being irrational of like no i don't like you you yeah. are not nice and <laughs> you know and you know what that's like that's not pandering to the audience that's not insulting nope. to the audience because like you don't what you don't want is you don't want to be sitting there being like oh, i know fushi's just gonna let this bitch just fucking mm. dictate the pace and do whatever the hell she wants because he never learns like you don't want that you know what i mean where the character grows so slowly that you can see them tripping before they even see like the branch yeah you don't want that um so i'm i I don't know i was really glad about how he handled that i didn't anticipate that whole fight with the knockers um happening the way uh it did i'm glad that he got march back and -hmm. all that it is um you know and i think we knew this already about just about the show um but it's kind of more heartbreaking that when he loses a quote piece of himself, mm. he loses like all memory of that piece. Yeah. Like that's even sadder. You know, it's not like he just forgets about how to take that form. It's like he loses his whole experience, like that bond he had with her. I don't know. I thought like when they when he got it back, I was like, ah. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that was that was the interesting bit about when he had um is it it's Perona? Yeah, Perona, yeah. Fuck, I think we finally got it. Yeah, <laughs> that was <laughs> the first it. time we've got her name, right? When she, well, because we've seen her, we've heard her yeah. name a lot. But, like, you know, when he was able to pull her out, that was, he he was missing the memories of March. 
which is shows that like how like there is like there's a lot of weird layers and levels mm-hmm. to all this. So it's I don't know like Dave the, like this show is so fucking good and this is this is you know not to like bring up my hero again. I think the big thing working against my hero this season, it, you know, it's we're going into the second we're going into the summer. Mm-hmm. You know, I guess these were both spring shows, but there's just so much stuff we've watched in the past few months that's running some like along with it that is just so strong mm-hmm. and doesn't have all this baggage mm-hmm. and this is just the perfect like this is the epitome of no baggage like this is fresh just good 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 content you know it's 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 yeah it's hard this show is phenomenal fresh is the fresh is the word and to think like you know with all the recommendations we get and all that shit this was like off a whim mm-hmm. just off a crunchyroll poster yeah. And I remember you being like, oh, Dave, like, apparently the manga is like, get ready to have your heart broken. It's like, yeah. am I ever ready? It has been so fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's to your eternity. But what a blast. I'll probably watch episode 16 tonight. Oh, do it. You gotta let me know what you think. Yeah. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a strong one for sure. They've all been strong, but this is really, yeah. it's a really strong episode. And what else are you watching? So, a new show on Crunchyroll uh goes by it's a fucking mouthful just give me a second to make sure i, re- I get it out correctly the idaten deities know only peace jesus yeah the idaten d- uh deities sorry deities. deities deities no only peace okay okay no only peace gotcha um i don't i don't know where to start i okay i'm gonna start off saying i like the show i really like the show it has I think it's it's hard because I've been hemming and hawing since I watched the first episode of whether I should recommend it to you because it has the Fire Force problem. Well, then, Grant. <laughs> but not even remotely this to the same. Like, if Fire Force is like an eight and a half, this is like a four. Mm, you know what okay. I mean? Like it's and and for anyone mm. listening, it's like the over the top sexualization, like just the overt anime perviness, fancer shit. There's like little moments traced out here. I will say the first episode out of nowhere ends with probably one of the most like it. It just ends with a rape scene. Oh, okay. Yeah. So I, I haven't Since... gone to. So this is the thing. This is one of those things. Like I got you got to get this stuff out there first before I talk about all the good stuff. So what you're saying is it's fun for the whole family. It's, yeah, it's it's pretty out there, um, I will say. And I, I think the general consensus online is like, ooh, that's pretty heavy, but that should be the last bit. I think it's setting up a specific plot point. Yeah, Dayton deities know only peace. I mean, yeah. it's like a mouthy, artsy, artsy mouthful. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, the whole, so the whole setup of the show is like 800 years ago, there was demons on the planet. Demons were ravaging the planet. And then I think some, you know, benevolent being created these essentially like demigods on the planet for the sole purpose of just like like vanquishing all the demons and then they're just their job is just to fucking hang out on the planet forever just in case the demons come back so it's these godlike characters and so the no only peace thing comes it's been 800 years there's been no demons and there's only a few of these deities around anymore but dave the show is like dragon has the visual style fighting style of like dragon ball z and one punch man mm-hmm. it's it's honestly like i haven't watched a show that kind of feels the same way like this since dragon ball z like watching that after school that's very and interesting it and that's and that's where i'm thinking like you would there's like a, there's an avenue for you to come to the show are you did you say this is a currently running show yeah we're, all, we're only on episode three i think episode four starts uh shortly um okay. so the other thing that I think you would absolutely love is I have not seen a use of color like this in any format in my life. Really? Not even it, uh, your boy, your boy Mob? Mob Psycho? Well, that would be the closest thing because Mob has those moments of mm. like where it goes to that trippy LSD yeah. point, you know, when the powers are kind of kicked in and all that. But this is like, it's, it's a pastel color palette. There's just good uses of color mm. all throughout. Very cool art style. Um, good fights, really good fights, really cool, like the setting up of the world. You can tell the first three episodes are kind of explaining the deities and the demons and it's revealed. No, in episode three, it's revealed that there's actually like, there's been demons around for a long time still, but like they were kind of, I think they've been brainwashed into like thinking they've been around for longer 
I believe. Mm-hmm. So there's clearly like an overlord controlling them kind of thing. It's. Did you ever play Mega Man? Uh, only as a Smash character. <laughs> oh, okay, but like, so like the Mega Man X games, they kind of had like this interesting, like their faces, they had like this art style to them. It's kind of like that. It's you should look it up and just like look up at a still of of the of the cast. But Unreal OP, really cool, like really you know trippy and LSD ish, and you know like acid wash. Actually, you know what? The color palette would be kind of like acid wash. Okay. Um, it's, it sounds like, like said, they've got an aesthetic to say the least. And it's uh, Edward Elric is like the main dude. Uh, what do you the mean? Voice actor. The, or, the sorry, the the woman, the woman that does the voice of Edward Elric does the voice for one of the main characters wait wait uh you're talking about edward from full metal Bro- uh, Alchemist yeah brotherhood. from brotherhood yeah but are you referring to the sub or the dub oh uh the, the sub okay you know what i've only watched full metal in the uh dub okay well here's a better one for you hanji hanji song <laughs> yeah, so. <laughs> but yeah like i said it's the i will like the moments that pop up like i said the fan service moments that pop up it's kind of like eh, okay but it's it's hard to even call it tame because like it's just i would just rather not mm-hmm. the opening like the closing to the first episode the rape scene was like completely caught me off guard and i was kind of like what the fuck am i getting into is it like our like i mean like is it suggestive or is it graphic well so they do is like they kind of you know how like in kill bill when they go to black and white Yes. To cover the blood. They kind of do an effect where the woman is attacked. You don't actually see it. The most you see is like clothes being ripped and then it cuts to like a different color palette mm-hmm. and it kind of hides the effect of what's happening, but mm-hmm. also in its own way creates more suggestive things that are happening. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, it's dark. I mean, the con- so dark, is the subject yeah. matter, right? That makes sense. It's very, and so they're setting, they've also set up like there's a few people that could be the villain that are the good guys. And you don't really know where everyone stands. So you can tell it's potentially um, all these gods are trying to like outfuck each other mm-hmm. in certain ways. Um, honestly, it's really interesting. It's very early in the season now. I think now would be the time if you have a moment to check out an episode, just to, even the first episode, just to see the OP, to see the art style and act. Because within the first episode, you get fights. You get the humor they're trying to go for. You get the color palette. You get the just like the overall vibe of the show. Um, just just to see what it's about, and then like going forward, like as you continue, they get into like we've had our first like like Piccolo showing up, you know, throwing out Piccolo moment. You know what I mean? Like we've had like the first like one on one demon, like significant demon versus like God fight. It's pretty cool. It's so I, you're saying I'm, the uh, the pilot is a good like representation it's a good like i think sampling so. of what you're getting into i mean you're only three in but so i far. do think i think the second and the third episodes are significantly stronger than the first episode sure um but i think if you're just trying to get a taste just to see like just to say you tried it out and to see what it was all about i think the first episode would be enough true but uh but yeah so check it out Dating the, I, the I Dayton deities no only peace it's it's such a mouthful but it's it's pretty to look at. It's it's really their use of color is. You're pretty to look at. Yeah. Sorry, I keep going. <laughs> their no, use of color is nice. It's it's just I feel like you know in a lot of anime now it's just you know it's the same kind of color tones. It's either like really bright or it's really dark, you know, or it's like yeah, you know this has a different or natural looking. This this looks like its own thing you know and interesting yeah it's like i said i would check it out again there's a very jarring closing scene to anyone listening okay. who wants to give it a shot but it's pretty cool interesting yeah i uh i've got something that's not anime related but mm. i think if you're listening to this podcast you probably have heard about it i just mm. thought i i would get your thoughts on the scarlett johansson versus disney lawsuit that has broke this week well i guess number one is are you aware of it which is probably yeah i'm also aware of all the other people that are now uh, dogpiling yes how interesting eh Mm -hmm. so i guess one (laughs) uh yeah all it takes is one so uh maybe we'll start and i'll give the listener some context uh just in case which is 
basically Black Widow came out. Um, Grant and I have talked about it very sparingly on the podcast. Um, you know, it was one of the many movies to be impacted by COVID. And Disney, you know, it feels like they made a choice to delay the movie and then um, eventually release it, you know, maybe, I don't know, a year plus or somewhere a year. Within a year or so of its original release date, they release it in a limited uh, theatrical run, but they also made it available on their Disney Plus platform, uh, but you had to pay for it, which Mm -hmm. is an important detail that we'll get to later. It's not like, you know, it was direct release to like Netflix or something, or, you know, a streaming service. It was like Mm -hmm. on that streaming service, which you had to have a membership for, and then you had to pay, like on top of that, but I think you could also get it on like Google Play or something, right? Like, it was on uh, just no, no. It was I just pre- a, I think it's Premier Access only. Okay, so yeah, you have to be a member and you got to pay like twenty or thirty bucks. Well, in Canada, you're looking at thirty five and change. Ouchie. Yeah. So, Scar- Scarlett Johansson's <laughs> beef is, you know, it's like my <laughs> my first movie. I've been, you know, I've done nine with you, and uh, this is the first movie that I'm actually that is you know about points. my character I'm getting points and That's i'm getting points and yeah. uh you know this is you know famously or maybe not to some of you but famously uh robert downey jr made you know 150 million plus on the last two avengers movies because he got a big piece of mm-hmm. the uh of the gate or he got a big piece of the ticket sales um i doubt ScarJo was going to make that but she certainly probably would have made some good coin if she's getting For a sure. cut of the theatrical release and obviously the problem here is the theatrical release was torn to shreds by not only covid but also by disney's decision to move a big part of the release to disney plus um thereby like you know they're like oh you still get a cut of theatrical release but like the theatrical release was like really undercut by the fact that people could watch it in their homes and she didn't get a piece of that so any thoughts grantimus you think the uh, the her. mouse is doing a big no-no? You think they oh did God, some the sneaky shit? Is, the mouse is perpetually doing big no-no. <laughs> like, come on, man! Like it's, I don't know. Like it's, I don't know. I don't know if this is a silly stance, but like you know, you can treat actors as like a, a part of these big corporations, but at the end of the day, they are just actors. And like you know, it's the same thing with athletes. And like I know people get like, well. You know, you should be happy with your fifteen million you made on this fucking movie, and it's like okay, but they are like this is their trade, this is what they do. Like you know, they're yeah. lucky to have gotten in this position, yes, for sure. Sure. You know, it's a very self-serving system, but mm-hmm. it is her performance, and if I think she is the character, she is the character, and if she wants to fucking sue for getting fucked over by some, yeah, and that's what it is. This is just them. Whether it was intentional or not, it's hard to say. You know, I don't trust any corporation. (laughs) You know, it it does feel intentional. And also there is, like, Kevin Feige came out open and openly was, like, I'm, was it embarrassed and ashamed? Or it is, I'm ashamed and it's embarrassing, I think he said. So. About what, though? He's about the the fact that there's a lawsuit or the fact that she didn't get paid? The fact of, like, Disney's stance and, like, the fact that they did this. She wasn't yeah. saying that about her. I think he's the, he's siding with her. Good. So this kind of makes me think that this is just the mouse fucking about. Yeah. I mean, you know, I saw some of the language that her lawyer used because it also feels like this got dirty pretty quickly um, mm. because the mouse house, one of the things they did in their retort publicly is they talked about how much money she made. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, she's already made 20 plus million and it, they sort of framed it in this way that it's like, you know, God, you know, with COVID going on, like we, you know, like, plus the fact that she's made 20 million, like, doesn't this greedy bitch like get enough? Like, yeah. that was kind of the angle that they were going for. And I think that maybe they... twenty twenty one to be going for. <laughs> I kind of thought maybe they thought like people were would be so exhausted by COVID that they would like be mad at ScarJo for like wanting more than her supposed 20 million. But I think it's funny because the tide seems to be like, no, no, no. Like, <laughs> you said you were going to do a thing and then you did something else. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, like, I'm sure the con- the way the contracts are worded, like, it probably did just say she would get a theatrical piece because no one predicted that you would release it in a completely different medium because that has literally never happened before, right? Mm-hmm. So they were probably under no legal obligation to release, you know... Uh, 
the give her a cut of a streaming platform that wasn't doing VOD service yet by the time that movie was in production and the contracts were worked out. And I feel like they got away on a technicality and they know it. And she's saying, nah, fuck that shit. <laughs> you intentionally uh, yeah, did well, this. If, if she, yeah, that's the thing too. If she didn't come forward and, and honestly, good for her. Because if she didn't, it would have just went by the wayside. Oh, you dude, know? she's going up against the man here. Yeah. Like, well, she's the, out, right? Her Disney. character's dead. So, like, she I don't, don't give a fuck. She doesn't give a fuck at all. You know? Unless they're... Uh, I can guarantee you she's not going to be in Star Wars now. Yeah. <laughs> they sign that you know, deal. But, know? like, dude, like... I don't know. Like, you look at what Scarlett Johansson did, and, you know... Like, for the record, I'm not sitting here being like, oh, poor Scarlett. I don't know if she's going to be able to get to sleep at night. But, well, no, no, that's but what she, I'm saying, too. Like, I, I understand, like, people could say, like, well, that's a lot of money, so, like, shut up. But it's, like, it is the principle of It is of the principle thing. of the thing. You know? She helped them build something. She played a character eight times in a row with little to no development. You know what I mean? Like, she said, like, when she was cast by Josh Whedon, and, like, apparently Josh Whedon doesn't like this characterization, but she said the experience was that Joss Whedon was, like, trying to convince her that she wasn't just a sexy secretary, but that she knew in her heart he was casting a sexy secretary. Mm. And then, like, her character became a lot more, and, like, she just, she did eight movies, for Christ's sake. Yeah. And then she finally gets Black Widow, which, like, by all accounts, having not seen it, isn't great, according to reviews. Mm. At least she can do is get fucking paid. Like, sure. pay, you know, at least pay her what you said you were going to pay her. It's the, ma- it's the mouse house. Yeah. It's the most profitable film franchise in history, and it looks like that is not changing for a very long time. Uh, yeah, give me a break. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, take that, Mouse House. Mouse House. So, yeah, whatever. Hashtag Free Britney. Fuck it. Have you ever seen... Oh, uh, wait, just real quick. You said, like, other people are piling on. I, I thought I had heard something. Was it was it Emma Stone and Cru- Emma Stone, the, the Cruella movie? Same deal, Gerard right? Butler I oh. saw, and there's a fourth that I saw. I can't recall the name, though. I believe there is a fourth one. Well. Gerard Butler, though. That was out of random. I was like, wow, dude. What the hell did he do for them? No, not not even them. I think just uh, the same thing, but, like, with a different company. Oh, okay. Like, he so was I supposed to get a I, piece, and then a I VOG. think it's a chain reaction. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. start kicking off. Well, this, is no, this is not the last we've heard of this story. It's only going to get uglier and more in the public, I think. Yeah, I heard something about Scarlett Johansson's management team, also effectively like managing like a hundred of the biggest possible A-listers in all of Hollywood, and like they're really throwing their weight around in this lawsuit. Mm. And it might become like a thing, like the management team might be like, "Hey, you don't get to touch any of our actors until you fix this shit." Hmm. So maybe uh, the whole thing will be expedited. But then again. What the fuck do I know? I don't. We don't. We're not in the business of often covering celebrity lawsuits against studios. So no, but it's 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 uh, there's a correlation to our yeah universe. So okay, your turn. So I watched. It's funny because we were talking uh, a couple weeks ago about music documentaries. Mm, artifact. And artifact. Um, I watched the it's actually through like the ringer network like it's bill simmons and sean fennessy and all them my homies um they put out they're doing a documentary series on hbo called music box wow i bet they're wow i bet that's great and the first one came out and it's all about woodstock 99 oh my god really yeah uh dude i'm so interested in that dave honest to god one of the most fucked up things i've ever watched in my life it's uh hbo you said hbo it's called it's woodstock 99 love um Love or love music and rage. I think I thought called. you said it was called Music Box. No, the series is called the Music Box. Okay, there, yeah, there's yeah. gonna be there's gonna be four or five more um, like two hour documentaries. Wow. Um, and the, but the first one is just all of. I think they they might all have something to do in and around the time of like Woodstock '99. Um, but um, but yeah, so this is just like it's a two hour. Dave, honest to God. I had no... I knew it was going to be controversial because I had listened to um, Bill Simmons and Chris Ryan on The Rewatchables did uh, Fight Club. And it was kind of like their tee up. Because it was all about like the like late 90s Gen X, like mm-hmm. angry culture and just like the angry white male and where it kind of started. I just recently listened to that Rewatchables of Fight Club. And if yeah. anybody hasn't heard of that podcast, um, we send them a lot of business. They probably wouldn't be where they are without us. Um <laughs> But if uh, if anybody's you know interested in just like talking about how movies are made, 
it's an amazing yeah. podcast. And the one about Fight Club, like you said, is particularly good. Yeah, but it really sounds good. like so, uh, it would intersect interestingly with Woodstock '99. Well, that was the thing, and that like, that was the whole point. They they chose Fight Club is because there's like a direct correlation at that time mm. of like you know the internet forums and you know just kind people of people getting angry, angry, and then also like there's just I guess there's just you know we're not we're younger than that like you know we came after this but yeah you know I guess it was just like a generation of people that like they had nothing to be directly angry about, but they still were, you know, like they're mm-hmm. kind of, they, I guess they call them like the lost generation. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, so it's the whole that, and we're just watching this thing day. I felt gross by the end of it. Like I just, it kind really? of, it, it just puts you in perspective how like gross, how gross people can be, especially like young men. I've got, and just how uh, they're, yeah. you, you put a bunch of people in just a space and it, it just became tribal and it was just like you know the themes they they really hit home the sides of like the capitalism trying to take advantage of you know like the every man and then just like you know i can't i honestly can't describe it injustly i I think people should watch it if you're our age if you're in like your mid honestly i think if you're a young teenager a young male you should watch this just to show like (laughs) these are not the things that a good human being does or acts or behaves like you don't treat women like that dave honestly it's gross like as like a father really as a father by the end of it you're just like fuck man like what is wrong with people yeah so i'm pretty ignorant here because i have only heard and i've got a book on uh, woodstock 99 in like my cart um because i've only heard of a couple like i've heard too many references to oh my god what happened in woodstock in 99 like to and i and to and I have no idea what happened. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, this feels like a piece of history that like seems interesting. Like, you know, I knew it got really dark, but that's like kind of all I knew. So I've been like sitting on this book, like waiting to like wrap up what I'm reading now. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was going to read that. So maybe, uh, maybe this I, music box thing is like, definitely, the... definitely watch it. Like it's, they really set it up in good tiers of like, they show just the poor management and planning. Like they literally, they knew there was going to be like 500,000 people at this weekend. Yeah, and they loaded everyone out to like an abandoned air force base. It's all just black tarmac, you know. Like the the like the mm. water was not there. Like the systems, like they were charging four bucks for a bottle of water. Like people, like there's literally points where people thought it was mud. They were swimming and pissing shit. Uh. Like stuff like that, and then they get into like all like the like the sexual assault stuff, and then the band like limpet. This thing too, I was totally blind. Like I'm, I know enough about like some historical music moments. This whole Woodstock '99 thing completely flew under my radar. Like they got into how like Limp Biscuit were like the ones that just like fucking turned on like the rage machine, and everyone went nuts. Interesting. The, oh, Dave, it's it's a really good watch. It was very eye opening. Like I said, it's. It's just it just goes to show that when you get is it they call it is it um, mob mentality mob mentality just how real people it get is. that bloodlust and it's just it, honestly it's just like the first thirty minutes is definitely setting it up but when it gets to because they follow each day um they they, they dedicate like a good like thirty five minutes to each day and, and kind of close Ugh. it out kind of thing and it's honestly I, by the end of it I had to turn it off there was like 25 minutes left and it was just too late at night I'm like this is fucking gross and I'm like I'm just gonna pick this up later and I had I just stopped and went back to it like a couple days later Jesus just to kind of like space it out it was it just it was just going to like we, weird places just to see it and like they don't shy away from a lot of the stuff like there's nothing so there's a lot of groping they get on camera and stuff like that like, but it's so you do see assault on camera but they really they don't take it much further than that, but it's they get into wow. all the police reports and all this and that and the lawsuits surrounding yeah. it. It's, I had no idea, man. It was, but it was a good watch. And what a weird time for music and just the culture, you know, the general culture of the world and America. It's just it was very very interesting watch. <laughs> One of those uh, generation defining events. I think so. Yeah. Not uh, unlike uh, global pandemics. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Music Box on HBO with Bill Simmons. I will absolutely check that out. Those guys are great. Um, yes, love them. And apparently, yeah, they, they dive right into the dark stuff. Um, I've got quick hits, like just random news. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just throw at you. Um, you may or may not know all of it, but I'll just you know, briefly touch on a bunch of topics here. Um, mm-hmm. Barry. 
Hmm. Are you you've seen season one and two? I swear by it. It's they are show. shooting seasons three and four back to back. They were super affected by COVID. Yeah. Which yeah. you know, I imagine that would be inconvenient. Um, the, I think yeah. there was a story. They were in. They were like doing the rehearsals. They were like a day or two away from filming season three. Mm-hmm. And someone walked into the room. And they're like, "Hey, shut it down." <laughs> and oh, like, they, they haven't been back since. Like, <laughs> they're now just filming. Yeah. So, well, that makes sense. You know, they're trying to trying to make up for lost time. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. So, season three and four being shot back to back. That probably won't. Who knows how much that'll actually means for their mean for their release schedule? But like, it is good to know that they've been greenlit for season four in theory. Um, Venom two got a trailer. That's, like, sort of news. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I don't know, a thousand miles away, an ugly thing happened. No, I'm kidding. I'm not being that big of a dick. It's fine. Uh, I remember you actually defended Woody Harrelson vehemently uh, yeah. on one of yeah, our yeah. podcasts. He's like, dude, he'll just do the job. He'll do whatever you want him to do. Yeah. And you know what? I think he's going to show up, and he's going to be Carnage for two he, hours. And yeah. <laughs> it's going to be what it is, you know? It Like... Yeah, I will never accuse the man of phoning it in. He's going no. for it. Yeah. Um, you, you know what is one of the weirdest fucking things, uh, just on that note, is how some movies, and I don't know who to blame, and like sometimes you're just upset and you want to blame somebody, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes there is no one to blame. Um, I, it's amazing to me that with everything we know about Hollywood and you know how mature the film industry is, some people can reliably get bad performances out of good actors. Yes. Tom Hardy in Venom 1 mm. isn't good. No. That's not even know. a hot take because it's everyone's take. Sure. Like, his accent is in and out. <laughs> it's what the fuck is going on there. Um, and obviously, like, I want to be like, the dialogue's clunky, the writing is shit. I'm not putting that on Tom Hardy, so whatever. But, like, it is kind of a paint-by-numbers uh, superhero anti-villain film I, like I get what they were doing but sure. I just remember being like yeah Tom Hardy's the best part of this and he should be because look at what you're looking at mm-hmm. but like it was like very hit and miss I'm, I don't know but you know what Sony's like hey turns out like we got a piece of this Spider-Man IP and we're gonna fucking squeeze every ounce of blood out of this stone we can Yeah, use it or lose it yeah do you think they uh, intersect Tom Hardy and Tom Holland ever because they have like this cooperative relationship with the MCU. I don't think anyone over at Marvel wants any of this smoke. But do you think they may not have an option as part of some agreement? Like, do you remember they might not? They almost didn't do Spider-Man Two. Yeah. Um. Do you think like maybe they have to be... lend him for an episode for a movie or something? I could not see Tom Hardy's Venom in the MCU. There's no fucking chance. I could see, I could see the inverse. I could see the inverse, though. Put Holland in Venom 2 or 3. Or even, if depending on how this Doctor Strange movie goes, or the next Spider-Man movie goes, maybe even throw Andrew Garfield back into the mix. Oh, that wouldn't be too bad. Or Just even kinda... all the all the rumors about Spider-Man 3 is that it's like multi-dimension breaking, time period breaking. Yeah. They're going to borrow from other studios like all that shit so who knows i don't fucking know yeah interesting venom 2 catch it um one more piece well there's like a lot but i'll get i'm gonna give you one or two more pieces here of anime news and i'm gonna throw it back to you um the dragon ball super got a movie announcement Mm -hmm. and then (laughs) there's a clip and it's like a cg render of goku like it's not like a I don't know what I don't know what to expect. I don't know what this is. I, I know what I was looking at. I, I looked at is a this a of mobile like, <laughs> mobile video game. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's um, a movie. That's I not... I don't know. I looked at like the conversation online. Everybody else is like, "What the fuck is this?" Like, <laughs> I mean, you know, we just came off of uh, Broly. What was mm-hmm. before that? Uh, Battle of like, Gods. And uh, no, Resurrection F. They've oh. had a good run with the Dragon Ball Super movies. Yeah. Don't fuck it up. And this called like superhero. I don't know. I I I, I don't Is know. Is it really? It's called superhero. Is it Dragon Ball superhero or some bullshit. I don't know. Hmm. I'm gonna let that sleeping dog lie. Um. Okay, last one. Witcher anime movie trailer. Mm. I didn't know it was a movie. Oh, it's a movie. It's not a show. It's a movie. Oh. So take that. I'll watch it. Yeah, I'll watch it. 
It's clearly done by the Castlevania team. I think everything Netflix does is done by the same team. I think they have an in-house. I don't know this oh, to really? be fact. I've just looked at like some other work that they've done, and I'm like, oh, like you're all. It's like the same people, mm. or it's all the same like language. That's not necessarily a bad thing. Sure. You know, it's just like everything. Like it has a vibe. You know what I mean? I will say, watching the trailer, I did not dig the voiceover at all. Yeah, I wasn't. It was uh, very flat. I wasn't. That could be it. a trailer problem. But it, yeah, exactly. And like you know, they earned my respect with how they handled Castlevania. That is no easy feat, not just for a Western animation studio, for like any animation studio, because as we've said countless times, like adapting a, a video game to a genuine storytelling experience that doesn't always go well. No. And uh, this was pretty good. So, or Castlevania when I was pretty good. Um, so you know. TBD. Okay, that's all the news I've got for now. What do you got? Well, so I guess I'll quickly touch. Uh, I have beaten the second Ori game. Whatever, bro. Bro, I saw that you started. How did you like? Did you get far into Blind Forest? <laughs> did you tap uh, I'm a little. No, I'm in it. Like I, I play it pretty inconsistently. Like every sure. like couple days, I think. You know, we have different relationships with video games, and like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, I don't know what it is. I recognize that it's like a beautiful game. I love the music. I love the animation. Even the story so far, I'm digging. There's something about my frustration level, <laughs> like mm-hmm. and how quickly it peaks. Sure. I think I'm used to being and like this is not like some, this isn't some bullshit. This is just how I feel, even if it's not true. But I feel like I'm gen- generally good at video games. And then yeah. when I'm not, <laughs> I yeah. just get angry. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it started clicking like, you know, I'm like less than two hours in, right? So like it sure. started clicking at towards the end of that like second hour probably. Yeah. And uh, I'm enjoying it a little bit more now. Um, I'll just see how long, you know, I've got like the Xbox Game Pass for a dollar. So, yeah, um, crazy value. I will see like if I finish it in that time. And if so, what my interest level is on grabbing that second one because they're both on Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Um, After but, playing the second yeah. one and beating it, mm-hmm. it's an infinite, I think it's an infinitely better game than the first one. Yeah, I was like seriously considering just fucking skipping the first one, but I was like, well. I don't know. Um, it's already in there. I'm already like started, and I'm kind of flying now. So, we'll see. Um, mm-hmm. You know, if and when I ever beat it, I'll, I'll mention it on the podcast. But uh, not, not. Uh, I, I think I understand where you're coming from. I just sure. have like a long way to go to before mm-hmm. I like have like fully formed thoughts on it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I look forward to talking about it. But like when I saw it, and when I was like doing the intro and all that, as I go, yeah, yeah, I understand. It's got like style. This, it's beautiful. It, it like don't get my like, don't take my like room temperature take on like being frustrated sometimes. Like you know, take that with a grain of salt because like first and foremost, the game is gorgeous, um, and that's you know that's like a really really big piece of it. And like there aren't a lot of games like that. And, like, and I really dig that part. Yeah. Okay, go. Well, I was just saying the um, you know as of having finished, I'm very. It's just more what I had talked about before. Just loved, loved the second game, um, and uh, I think it, I was convinced. I was like an hour into the second one. I was like, they got to make like ten of these games. Oh really? And by the end of the second one, I was like, oh yeah, I, they wrapped the story up. Oh, they kind of they kind of like left a door open, but I don't think it'll be like a direct sequel. I think mm. is my kind of take. Um, but I think the studio, they should, like, I think obviously Microsoft owns them, but this is probably one of the most powerful studios they have in their pocket, bar mm. none, in my opinion. This is, I play a lot of video games across a lot of genres, and this is probably one of the most, this is one of the strongest, most complete packages of a game I've played in 10 years, honestly. Really? Yeah, it's very, very good. Big words. I, yeah, no, 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 like, it's, there's just something about it. It kind of, it executed all the things that mattered not just to me personally mm-hmm. but i think in a modern classic game yeah it just you know it's like you said the music it's the the art style the tight controls the story it's not a force-fed story like it kind of just it naturally kind of as you move it comes with you and i yeah. think you know what i mean 
like it oh, kind of yeah, it, yeah. it throws narrative in the background as you progress like you're not you're, you're just not trying to stopping very often yeah you know it's very natural and it wants you to keep it's got a playing flow. yeah big yeah, time for big time flow yeah. have you ever played uh sunset overdrive i always wanted to it was it was yeah it's on game pass right now and i saw like this trailer for it and i was like damn that looks kind of interesting it's insomniac it's the uh, russian oh, the clank guys yeah they did that one-off game with microsoft years ago and that's the thing i was like i never had an xbox but now i can just go download it and play it if i want you know it's kind of the nice thing about game pass so it's uh but yeah i'm thoroughly happy i was able to sit down and play both these Ori games it's, it's definitely a game i'll recommend to whomever for a long time they're they're really good yeah i uh i'm gonna have to keep keep moving moving through it um I've got one for you because it, it. I had like just, I had consistently weird experiences with the show this week. Okay. <laughs> and I, I'll be honest to the viewer because I think most of you are either of age or uh, live in in a country where this doesn't matter. But I was like getting stoned and watching the same show, okay. and it was like. <laughs> And I couldn't tell if it was the show that was freaking me out or or what was happening. But dude, have you watched He-Man, Masters of the Universe <laughs> Revelation? Like the new, new, new one on Netflix? No, I've never, I've never touched anything He-Man before. <laughs> yeah, okay. So me neither. And maybe that's like, I don't know if I missed out per se. It was before our time. It was before our time. And I think it's all done by Kevin Smith. Yeah. And yeah. not only does he have he-man but he even has an after show show about it oh my god on, really? both on netflix like the show it has some fucking juice apparently and like so much of the show is about like these pre-existing relationships between all these characters and like so it's like it's a sequel it's not like a like a reboot it's a it's definitely a sequel hmm. i guess I, and i don't know how the first one ended and it's just like so cartoony because it's it's I don't even know if you call that an anime I don't fucking know. No, it's like a Saturday morning cartoon. Yeah, style, Western but like, style. Huh? Yeah, but it's so weird <laughs> and like campy, and like I just don't know. <laughs> I I don't like I'm just sitting there being like this is my childhood, but also not. Mm. But also like what are we doing here? And also like I'm just feeling a lot of things, and uh, I was gonna be like, can Grant make sense of this for me? Is it, is it, is it like the marijuana or is it the, is this show just fucking batshit insane? Um, I don't it, know. I, yeah. I, I didn't even know it was out yet, to be honest. Yeah. The, so um, I, I, I'll have to check it out. That's the thing. They're vi- the 80s is kind of like when it comes to like movies or like cartoons, mm-hmm. I know a lot of that 80s stuff is like a big deal. And even in anime, some of it kind of creeps in that you check out, but they just had like a very different style. The camp, you know, there's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a whole other dynamic of TV, you know? Um, so I, it would be interesting to see too. Cause like I, I've never gone back and really watched like any eighties cartoons, you know, mm-hmm. like we had the stuff from like the mid to late nineties, you know, in, in the early two thousands there, but uh, no, I never got into He-Man. That'll be, I'll have to check that out just to yeah. see. Experience it the same way I did for the full effect. Okay. <laughs> I'll try my best. <laughs> uh just because i don't yeah i just and yeah um so yeah he-man if anybody's watching that shit let me know if you're able to get through it sober um grant anything else yeah i got one last thing and this is what i've been wanting to talk to you about this for a couple days now well i think i'm all out of time all right (laughs) see you guys next week (laughs) all right what you got what you got so leanne and i needed something light this week Mm -hmm. and at the end of last week so There's a show that is just perpetually bombarded to us on different social medias. And we just gave in and we're like, okay, hey, the show clearly has some juice. We need something that's not like Attack on Titan or we just needed, we needed a bit of a break. Mm-hmm. And we jumped into Haikyuu, the volleyball show. Oh, yeah, dude. My barber has recommended that to me Dave, a bunch. Dave, 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 Dave. This show is fucking unreal. <laughs> I refuse to believe it. All these people tell no, me sports no, animes are no, cool. No, no, That's the thing too. I told Leanne, I was like, "Fuck, like I don't know, I don't know." She, she and she brought it up. She's like, "Why don't we give Haikyuu a ch- like a try?" And I'm like, "Fuck, 
Leanna doesn't recommend stuff off, or she doesn't want to. You know, not, not that she just want to try new stuff, but usually it's me saying like, "Hey, hey, hey like we should watch this." Da, da, da. Yeah, and yeah. she brought it up. I was like, "Okay, like I can't say no," you know, like this is awesome. And we jumped in, and we are obsessed. Like, really, Dave? It's this show has all the smoke that you want. <laughs> it's so good. An anime <laughs> about volleyball. Dave, it's so and so. This is goes back to when we were talking about earlier in the earlier now in our conversation about crazy. Tokyo Revengers. It is it's grounded. Like it's obviously like there's characters that like you know they're doing crazy shit. Like they're pulling off like cool moves, but it's still within the limits of like the real world. Like a guy is practicing <sighs> to do like a crazy shot, and when you get that moment where like they're going in for the socket, like they're clearly about to do like their fucking spirit bomb. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, like, just, like, the way the animation changes and, like, like the bonds, like, all these guys are just, like, fucking rooting for them. Like, they're just a bunch of characters. It's all about positivity and bettering yourself and the competition. Dave, I cannot fucking believe <laughs> we are liking this show so much. It, like, I honestly should go in the other room and get Leanna in here to talk. Dude. Like, it's, it's outrageous. Like, this show has such an awesome cast. And, like, it's funny, too, because you pick up the voices, you're like... Oh shit! There's Aaron. <laughs> oh, there's like oh, fucking. Really? Uh, it, there's Ida. Like, it's it's really really good, Dave. Like it's this show. I I understand why. You know what? You just see people freak out about a show in the distance. You're like, what the mm-hmm. fuck are they on about? Yeah. This is what I never get it. I was like, why would volleyball? And I, I like volleyball. I always have. And I just so I didn't get funny. this. I didn't get the sports anime thing no one does. i mean i don't get it but it's a thing it's a, yeah like <laughs> it's, you validated that it's a thing like i'll i guess i'll check it out it's really good but like that's obscene and hilarious and i'm happy and you're liking it it's just the most you know maybe not to our listeners but it's the most random fucking thing but to it's me. It, it does seem random but you watch it and you're like oh this is just normal it's not i was i thought it would be like fucking weird it's not weird like it's it's just a normal and I looked at it, it even has the tag on Crunchyroll. This is a slice of life. It's like sports, uh, sports action, slice of life. So <laughs> weird. It's, All right. Yeah. It's Dude, really it's really, really when my good. barber recommended it. I remember I was like, it's called like Haikyuu. and I was like, what's that? And he's like, it's like a volleyball anime. I was like, oh. He's like, yeah, sports animes are lit, Yeah, dude. you can stop cutting my hair now, dude. Yeah. No, but it, the funny thing is, I was like, I don't know, man. And then another barber from behind me is like, nah, dude, it's it's legit. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, nah, fuck you guys. I was like, I'm not watching that shit. No, it's like we're we're ten episodes in, and you know we 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 just we can't stop. Like, it's just so positive, and you know, like the you're introduced to two characters like they seem at odds and like you know it's not you know i'm just gonna spoil it a little bit like they end Mm -hmm. up playing on the same team Mm -hmm. and it's one of those things that like they fucking they have two different personalities they can't stand each other but they're perfect for each other on the team yeah they completely like you know compliment like alone they're useless together they're like absolute assassins on the court Mm -hmm. you know like tropey in that way but it's it's a good way to set up the characters and the like just the bonds are outrageous like there's a crazy like they're right away they set up like the big so that there's a character Tanaka who's like kind of like the the loud not not the loudmouth but he's like the big brother of the team mm-hmm. and like he's like you know he's always like looking out for them and he's always throwing comments and always goofing on each other and cra- it's like being in high school you know like it's it's very well written for what they are it's not written to make them seem older than they are it's not written to make them seem younger it's not cringy it's I don't know it's it's really good. <laughs> <laughs> like Hi-Q. I'm, I'm Haikyuu, man. I I can't believe we love it so much. I can't believe you got me do. that shit. All right, <laughs> I'm not giving you like a timeline, but like I will watch it just based oh, off your recommendation. I, I would be shocked if you didn't love it. On genuinely, <laughs> I, yeah. It's like it has a hundred percent hit rate. It's fucking. It's a head, It's a straight. It's a straight headshot. Like it's it's perfect. It's really good. I and don't it's, know. Apparently, it only gets better. That's the thing. Like it's five seasons. Yeah. And speaking, it has movies that are canon. They oh, had movies hey, that lead a, from one nice season thing. to another. I like that. So it's, yeah. Um, well, we're loving it. That's Absolutely obscene. loving it. It doesn't make any sense to me. All right. Well, I'm upset. I'm going to bed angry. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. That's, all right. Hi, Q. I will check it out. I'll report back in a future episode. 
and and we'll see we'll just have to see that that is truly a shock i know your level of enthusiasm (laughs) is also worrying but (laughs) (laughs) but like i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna check that shit out i i i'm i cannot wait to hear back from you to talk about (laughs) it because i know you're gonna love it like i i don't see a world where you don't enjoy this show that's unbelievable to me okay haikyuu i'm gonna check that shit out if anybody if anybody listening has seen that shit let us know i mean tell dave that he's gonna love it the obscene (laughs) part the obscene part is that like i i know other people love it i don't know i don't know why i'm so surprised i just i don't know i thought we were closer than that but like we we were like three episodes in and i just looked to leanne i was like i get why sports anime is fucking huge yeah i get it like it's you can't because it, it is a whole thing i understand that yeah oh yeah i just I, never I, watched I knew, any of it i knew there was that like that sub genre of people that were obsessed with it you know <sighs> that's obscene but, uh, that's okay good well that's probably a good place to end this uh this week's episode i think so all right thank you guys for listening um if this is your first time listening to the post show or the podcast you know we're also covering my hero academia season five right now as we mentioned kind of haphazardly at the beginning of this episode um that comes out usually you know midweek and then these episodes usually are uh are you know towards the end of the week so um thank you for listening uh if you haven't already subscribe comment like you know fucking like retweet do the appropriate social media action on the appropriate social media platform thank you for listening we'll see you next week bye guys cheers